Friend, do you find yourself saying uh, that you are emotionally exhausted? I mean, forget about being physically exhausted, but during these special times of year when there are a lot of gatherings and there's just so much going on and it's hectic, we do get emotionally exhausted. And it's really hard to kind of put your finger on exactly what it is that is draining all of this from you. But there are some common signs that that's what's actually going on. And I'm going to give you some little tips to help you get past it. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Welcome to Badass Midlife, a podcast for women in midlife where we talk about past hangups, regrets, guilt, and how the ups and downs have made us into the resilient women we are today. We talk about what to let go of, how to move on, and how to do your midlife like a badass. Enjoy the show. Well, hello, everyone. I hope everyone had a wonderful holiday. Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. It was a wonderful time for my family. We had a beautiful gathering at my sister's and it was so fun to see all of the cousins and one new little teeny tiny uh, cousin uh, just running around and playing. It was really, really nice. So this time of year does a lot for us. You know, it does kind of help make us feel more gratitude, I think. Um, And then we've talked about how it brings us the possibility of a lot of hope and new things as we approach the the new year. Um, But something that we feel that sometimes we can't identify or at least figure out what the root of it is, is this emotional exhaustion. So the year's coming to a close. And on the one hand, you're so optimistic, you want to set some new goals, but you're tired. You're physically tired and you're emotionally tired. And these, uh, that kind of feeling creeps up um, in some different ways. It shows up, it rears its head in some ways that you may not realize that that's the source of it. And I want to talk about some of those today. So one way that you know that you might be just emotionally exhausted, in other words, you don't want to take on another single thing the sound of someone's voice alone is just enough to make you just want to scream you find wonderful peace and solitude just getting in your car and shutting the door and I I know I used to have those days when I was you know a young mom and the kids were little and then you you just have so much chaos and noise and talking and just so much activity that you find such beautiful peace and solitude just by getting in your car, right? So I know what that's like. Um, But something that I think is a real sign of exhaustion is when we are distracted. Um, You know, you feel like, especially when you get a little bit older in midlife, um, feels like you can't keep your mind on a task, like you're bouncing around like a bee, you're going from this thing to this thing to this thing. And you just can't stay focused. And that's really a sign of your mind saying, I just can't really take on another full task. And I don't have the attention span to stay on to this one and do it right. So you get easily bored with something and then you let your mind just get sucked into something else. So if you find that you are feeling very distracted or distractible, Um, that could be a real sign that you just need to give yourself a break. And a lot of times all this will take is just, again, like I mentioned, 
some alone time. That's going to be the actual, I think, remedy for a lot of these um, emotional exhaustion uh, keys that we talk about today, because honestly, that's what the holidays do. They really give us a sense of wonderful togetherness, but you also get to the point where you're like, okay, I need to recenter. And so when you're distracted and you are going around and starting a lot of different projects, you can't finish anything, you don't really have the motivation, that's a sign that you just need to just slow down and really don't look to start anything else right now. Just give yourself a, a couple days to just do you. Just, just settle down. Don't take anything new on. Don't feel like you have a big to-do list right now. Use this time as the year comes to a close to really just get back to the normal line of life before you start taking on some other things. So if you're feeling really distracted, you need to take a little break, sister. That's not just you being uh, a distractible woman in middle age. Um, It's just a sign that you need to take a little break. Another very obvious Uh, sign is that you're really moody or irritable. Um, This one's super easy, right? We know when we are this, but a lot of times we want to deflect and put this on other people. Um, Well, you make me nervous and irritable. Well, if you wouldn't say this, well, if you wouldn't leave this out, well, if you would just do this and we get in that mode where we just feel uh, like everything is going against us. Everyone is working against us there. <laughs> you just need people to work with you here, you know, work with me. And that's how, to me, like that's a, a lot too of how we feel during this time because there's just like this overload of stimuli, you know, there's just a lot coming in. There's things all over the place, information, you're running around, a lot of people, a lot of activities, and it can definitely take its toll. And I, for one, like, I really hate being irritable. I try really hard to not bring that side of me, like, out to anybody. Um, But sometimes you just can't help it, you know? There's just too much. And all it takes is that one little innocent person to ask the question at exactly the wrong time. And then you just snap and you're like, okay, that... That was too much. That wasn't necessary. I don't know why I did that. Um, What is up with me? And then you want to go down this road of what's wrong with me? I'm, you know, I'm losing. It's not anything. It's not anything like that. You are just honestly, again, in that state where you just can't take another new thing in. And so it does make you feel as if you're not keeping up. Um, as if you're not paying attention to yourself, those things just make you moody and irritable. And so again, this remedy for this is going to be to take some time for yourself again also, but also don't be so hard on yourself. People understand. And a good apology is great medicine for this too, because you don't want to just storm out of a room and then say, okay, I need some time to myself without going back and rectifying the situation. If you bit someone's head off, for goodness sake, go apologize and explain, this is what's going on. I'm just super moody um, because I'm super exhausted and I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have taken that out on you. So I'm so sorry. And let's just um, erase that. Let's just back up and try that again. And a lot of times if you can shine a little light on that, um, you know, it helps. And a good apology, I think, does the soul a lot of good. 
generally, again, another one is if you're just tired, if you feel like you cannot catch up on sleep. I have the best intentions right now, going to bed kind of early, um, you know, doing my nighttime hot tea. I do all of that and I feel like I'm very tired, like I'm going to go to bed and I'm going to get a lot of sleep, but it just doesn't exactly happen the way I plan it. I can't seem to quiet my brain down enough to have a full like six or seven hours of sleep. It just doesn't happen. And so that just makes you overtired, you know, and that's another sign that you are mentally exhausted. Because again, if I could just wind down at the end of the night and actually kind of clean my plate of the thoughts or the worries or whatever, so I don't take them into the next day, I could probably rest. And that's, that's going to be the case for you too. So we always want to get to the place where when we wake up, we have a clean slate. We're not going to bring to today the problems and the worries and the concerns from yesterday. So you really do have to, and we're going to talk about this at the end when we get to solution mode, have to get to a place where, um, you know, you start fresh every day. And so once you can do these tips I'm going to share with you later, you'll be able to rest better and you will be able to take some of these things that you think about in the middle of the night and you'll be able to know where they go so that in the morning you do feel rested and in the night when you happen to wake up, your mind won't go there because it won't be there. So we're gonna fix that so that you can get some better sleep. I know how that is, you know, you just, you wake up for one little sound and then boom, your mind starts going to this kid, oh my mom, this I forgot to do this I should call I should do like there's just like why can't we just turn it off you know like what is wrong with us and so when you do that in your time when you're supposed to be sleeping of course you're gonna just be kind of tired in the day and that's just obviously you're tired because you haven't slept so that makes a lot of sense Another thing, uh, another sign is that you're careless about, you know, your health and well-being and your new habits that maybe not so new habits, but even just going to the gym, eating healthy. This is a hard one during the holidays. Let me tell you, um, I started an eating plan where I'm trying to give up sugar and flour, and I think I'm actually going to die. This is... Um, but this is so difficult. And I, I told my sister, like, I, I'm going to try to start it around the holidays. And she's like, you're out of your mind. Why would you do it then? And I said, because I feel like if I could do it then, then I could totally do it any other time. And I went through uh, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day uh, without eating any sugar or flour. And that is hard in our Italian uh, family. Like, I mean, we had all kinds of stuff that had flour and sugar in it. And, um, you know, so anyway, I tried to do that. That's not normal. I don't recommend it. It was it was a little bit torturous on my part. I just wanted to really just do some self punishment there, I guess. But the point is that when you are mentally exhausted, you're going to be careless about your health, you're going to fall into some old habits, you're going to just say, hey, it's the holidays, you're going to give yourself a free pass to just be complacent about the things that you know you should be doing to take care of yourself. And sometimes it's not even just about the eating or the exercise, you know, but it's about you're pampering yourself. Like, uh, what, you know, I'm just tired. I got too much, too much to do. I spent too much money. I don't want to go get this massage or I don't want to go whatever you want to do. But those things are important. And when you start to become very careless and complacent about taking care of your own self and your own health, 
That just means that psychologically you're not there. Like you are not feeling good. You're exhausted. You can't even take enough in to take care of yourself. And so again, that's actually a remedy. So if you can push yourself to do that one getaway thing, if you get get yourself back on track with even just a walk uh, or go get a massage, anything that gets you out of the house, out of the same routine, off the track of the daily stuff, get back into your cycle of just just like you were when you were at work, you know, maybe you're off right now. And that's why you kind of feel a little off track. But the second you get yourself back into some kind of normal routine, then those things of self care will start adding themselves back in because that makes sense to you. And it's really normal when we are on some sort of a little break. And it's it's a special time and we are spending time doing different things every day in our day to day, of course, you're gonna change up your routine a little bit and you're going to give yourself some permission to do some things that you know you don't normally do like just chill and watch a lot of tv or watch some movies in the daytime that you know when you're usually at work and that's fine and that's great but you can't really put your self-care and your health on the back burner Um, it will just start a cycle of other bad habits so eventually we all need to get right back on the horse and get back in our routine And then the last sign that you're probably mentally exhausted is that you're really indifferent about stuff. And um, I love this uh, saying of that the opposite of love isn't hate, it's indifference. I think indifference is so sad. And I think that when we become indifferent about our lives and what we have going on and our goals or what we can be or what we can do in our lives, I think it's the saddest state that you can be in and so when you are feeling this type of tiredness and this type of overwhelm and you become indifferent this is a really uh it's a red flag for you to get back into some kind of routine and start focusing on your well-being because life is something to really be treasured and be excited about and the reason this happens again is because there has just been such a high um, level of stimuli over the last several weeks that you're just kind of like flatlined emotionally and then when people ask you things you're just like well I don't care you know whatever I don't want to really do that like you're just indifferent and that indifference um, it shows and then it can start to become kind of how you are and nobody wants that and you don't want that for yourself because like I said I think that's a super sad uh, way to be and I've had times in my life when I've been indifferent and I think people notice it and I think you feel sad and like you have lost hope but the point is if you can just recognize that that's what's happening and that it's because of your overload mentally you can get back on track and start to be uh, back in your own wonderful good spirits again so I want to just give you some uh, little tips on how to sort of clear your plate so that these situations don't happen to you ask yourself these three things right when you get into if one of these things is happening if you're moody if you're super distracted if you are putting off your healthy habits if you're indifferent ask yourself this what can I take off right now just for a little while what thing do I do every day that 
right now I just need to take it out for a minute so that I can regroup and reset and have some time to make new plans or, um, you know, do a new routine. You need to figure out, is there something right now in my day to day that is just added in there and it's counterproductive? If there's something that you can take out, take it out. Even if it's 30 minutes or an hour, you're just going to take it out temporarily and then you can work it back in. Because even though routines are great, sometimes we have to change things up for whatever season of our life we're in. So is there something that you can take out? If you actually go physically to the store, is there something that you can do to get groceries delivered? That'll save you a good hour and a half or two hours in a week, right? That you could do something different with that time. So what can you take out? Second thing, what can you just defer, right? Instead of having nine things today and zero things tomorrow, let's look at your week and let's say, let's move this thing to Tuesday. Let's move this to Wednesday. Let's just defer. Again, a lot of times we just cram things in, not really looking at our whole, you know, week of time and and we don't spread it out. But there are things that you can just defer to later. And when you actually put them on the calendar for later, they're not so ominous and hanging over your head because you know, oh, I don't have this big to-do list. I have this that I'm going to do on Thursday at two, or I'm going to do this on Friday at one. So I don't have to worry about it today on, on Tuesday. You know, I'll have to have it on my big list of things. I'm just going to defer it to a later day in the week. And the last thing, what can you delegate? There are people in your family or in your life that could take some things off of your plate for you. And you should definitely consider that when you're thinking about uh, this state of overwhelm that you're in, you know, let some people help you. I think we just get into this habit of it's easier if I just do it myself. By the time I explain it to you, I could have done it myself and all that. Um, that's not a great way to think. And I have done it my whole life. So um, I can tell you that not only is it bad for the people around you, but it's bad for you. Learning how to delegate what you feel are things that you don't have to be the one that does them, right? Get some stuff off your plate by giving them to someone else to do. And it doesn't have to be someone in your family. There there might just be somebody you call a service to do. Maybe you have some cleaning to do and you're just like, okay, this one I'm not, I'm not gonna be able to get to this. I'm gonna treat myself and I'm gonna call a service to do this X thing that I need to get done. What can you delegate? So friends, I just wanna have you take a look and you know see if you're identifying some of these behaviors that are basically really true tellers that you're mentally and emotionally exhausted. I mean, it's normal for this time of year. So I don't want you to beat yourself up about it. But if you can look at those scenarios and then kind of ask yourself, okay, I need to get my my life and my mind organized. Um, and if I look at my calendar and I ask myself these things, like what can I take out of my day for um, a month? What can I take out of my day-to-day thing that I'm doing right now just for a month or just for two weeks just so that I can like have a little bit of air in between, <clears throat> sorry, the things that I'm doing? What can I defer to a later date? You know, I don't want a big to-do list necessarily every day. What can I spread out right now to make it so that these certain days aren't so heavy? You know, we change our uh, lives 
there are a lot of different times, you know, during our lives that things change, situations change. That right now we have company, right now we have a kid at home, then we don't. So routines can definitely change. So you can definitely deter, defer some things to a later date. And then don't forget to delegate. Like you can surely delegate. That's going to keep you not only physically uh, more strong, but emotionally and mentally more strong because you're not putting everything on yourself. We all just have such a bad habit of that. So anyway, I hope this was helpful for you today. Don't be emotionally exhausted. Let's take care of ourselves. Life is beautiful and grand. And if we just kind of talk ourselves through these things, ask ourselves these questions, we will become much more happy and pleasant to be around. So I hope you have a great rest of your day and I'll see you next time. Hey friends, if you enjoyed the podcast, why not hop on, subscribe and give us a five-star review. Thanks for listening.